0: All right, what's up? This is the Microphone Takeover here with Owen Keith, Brayden Stanfield, Zach Hayes, and Lizzie Fisher. And we're gonna be talking about jobs and the the effects I had with the pandemic. So Brayden, what do you think about the pandemic's effects on the jobs?
1: Yeah, it just felt like when the pandemic first got here, like everybody just lost their job. Like I think the unemployment rate was like six point something, like 6% of everyone of the Three hundred thirty-something million people that are in America lost their jobs, and I, if, I think it hit its peak in April, right?
2: Yeah, I think so.
1: So, also though, because of everybody losing their job,
3: like, every, like there was just nothing in stores, and like there was a severe need yeah. for more manpower at just about every job you can think of, and there was they were asking people to do more overtime due to not having enough staffing.
0: Yeah, and there's like a chip shortage, and most jobs are just struggling with getting people. So, most people like didn't want to go into work, especially with like COVID and stuff. So, they were struggling getting people.
2: Right, Um. when Braden said something about the unemployment in April, I actually, I was looking, I was doing some research, and it was in April 2020, unemployment was the highest, and it was around like 14%.
0: So, wow. it was off. <laughs> So what about the government benefits of the jobs? Or we all saw the unemployment getting paid while not having a job. We saw
3: it as it slowly grew in the very beginning and then sort of just stayed there. I think that helped everybody across the board. Yeah, although some people,
1: in some cases people were just getting paid more from their government benefits so they than if they went to work. So most people just or some people just didn't go to work
3: because it just wasn't worth their time.
2: Right. Some people took a lot of advantage of the unemployment and stayed home for a while.
3: That also uh, definitely affected the staffing
0: problems that happened at jobs, especially essential ones. Yeah, the first responders and, like, all that, they were also struggling because, I don't know, just, like, the benefits that people got, they just didn't want to go. Yeah, we're seeing two people man, an entire station that has
3: three half-million-dollar trucks in there, and it's just – it's very hard for them because they have to run mandatory overtime because that jo- their jobs just don't, you can't stop at all.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and nowadays, like, people who, like, pass interviews to get jobs, like, they'll turn down the job if it's not online. So, like, everybody's focused on staying online because it's just the
3: safest option. Or at least it provides the online capability to at least do a hybrid schedule. Yeah.
0: Yeah, people have, like, they could just basically run their things on, like, their own schedule and stuff when they can do it online. And a lot of it's just a lot easier instead of, like, needing to go into work. And hopefully now that COVID is, like, going down and stuff, we might be able to see people going back into work and all that.
2: Life might be getting a little bit back to normal, if that.
0: So what do you think about the first responder field and, like, how the first responders are doing, like, lately? Well, yeah,
3: we saw it with the first responders, police, fire, EMS, and we also saw it with hospital staffs. They're running out of beds. They're running out of people to man them. They're running. People are getting sick and then having to take time off, and we're also seeing people run forty-eight hours, seventy-two hours back to back.
0: Yeah, and um, with like the, them not having like enough people to run like the hospitals and stuff, like especially with all the people that need beds and stuff. Like, they don't have enough beds, but also not enough workers. And with all that, it just really, like, makes people struggle. And it also makes COVID worse since there's not enough uh, beds, but there's also not enough workers. Yeah,
2: I agree with that.
3: Yeah, and last year or two years ago, we saw that big hospital in Metro Detroit shut down. That was a big hit for EMS fields because they have to transport them even longer to go get to a good hospital.
1: Yeah, and all the nurses hopping from hospital to hospital to get the uh, payment that they fairly deserve. It, so that just made the hospital situation far worse.
2: Yeah, plus it takes it takes those people away from their families too, so. Yeah.
0: And um, there's a lot of lack of degree requiring job fillings, so people who, like, don't have a degree are, like, able to get jobs easily, and people don't want to do, like, those harder jobs, you know. Yeah, we're seeing
3: less people go to college, less fields that require a degree or a certain specification, certification, et cetera, that they're starting to get less and less and less staffing that goes back to the first responder field, EMS. It's hard. They're struggling to find paramedics that have all the required certifications because they don't have enough time or people to train them themselves. Yeah, Brian, why do you think about it?
1: I just think that company, some companies are starting to get desperate because before the pandemic, they relied on like not treating their workers as well, but now they have to, or else they're just, their factories are going to be empty, you know.
3: And we saw that especially with the automotive industry. We saw the chip shortage, obviously, that we came back in the beginning. We saw that come up right before, and then that just is completely shutting down. Like there are lots upon lots upon lots filled with vehicles from plants that just don't they don't have anywhere else to put them and they're uh, they don't have enough they don't have the chips to put in the vehicles like we saw the chevy truck plant there's trucks filled for miles that just don't have enough equipment to put in them
0: yeah and we see along with that like basically the lack of like all the workers and like supplies and stuff just causes like also the inflation like with a lot of things just like the chips and cars just like the price of them going up you know
3: yeah, the used car market again. It, that one's ridiculous. Everything's going higher and just higher, and nothing is reasonably priced right now compared to what we had before the pandemic. Yeah,
1: yeah, and the uh, factory that's up on the pier. I think uh, my dad showed me that they were they had a position for like a, it was like environmental friendly like manager or something, and it was paying like ninety thousand dollars starting for people who had no requirements.
3: Yeah, and that's also required, it's requiring more well-trained staff. Again, it's a double negative. They're needing them to train the people that don't have any experience. So it's just back to back. Like there's there's very few people that can train, but they re- it's starting to roll back with the amount of people that they can get in brand new.
0: We have been seeing with the increase of pay that like, that also that the jobs are trying to like get workers back with the increase of like products the cost of them they're trying to also pay them more to like balance it out, so they can probably like afford things though right
3: and definitely now you're seeing less and less online coming back into they're starting they're wanting their workers to get back onto a normal schedule they're trying to get everybody back to normal as it was beforehand that way then they can start going back up on the uphill
0: yeah they've been really trying to like you know, get things back to normal, and now that COVID is going down, we may be able to just like see it actually get back to normal after for like a long time. It's been like two years since.
2: Yeah, if you looked by the truck plant, a lot of them are gone, so I think everyone's starting to pick back up on, you know, all of that. Kind and of especially
3: stuff. like overseas, we saw the amount of boats. There were like 50, 60 boats in a in a certain line ready to unload. When beforehand there was only like one or two, it was it was ridiculous. Yeah. All right, but anyways, this has been Microphone
1: Takeover with Zach, Owen, Lizzie, and me, Brayden. So thank you all for tuning in, and have a good one.